I personally thought it was way too much okay. in six weeks. Okay. Just like, so it was basically a tour bus lifestyle. Mm. Like, <laughs> it was like real world versus road rules. Okay. But we had to study. And like, do you remember that show on Discovery Kids where like they're doing like, Yes, really. I don't oh, know what it is. Endurance? Endurance. It was, it was like endurance <laughs> with the amount of stuff they're doing. Uh-huh. But no one got booted out. So like, <laughs> but we're all like drunk and we're all tired uh-huh. and it's wet and it's cold and it's rainy and we're all on this bus. So like we spend one day here, go back on the bus and travel for six hours. Wow. Spend one day here, go back on the bus to travel for eight hours. Or one day here, go back and then, oh, here and do this like 18 question you know, homework assignment. And, ooh, while you're here, ask people for research. And, ooh, like, it's just, it was just way too much okay. in six weeks. Because yeah. New Zealand's two islanders, they're not from the south. So, yeah. it was just a lot, and I'm surprised no one died. <laughs> <laughs> to be, like, to be to be very honest. Oh, my gosh. To be very honest. Like, I'm, like, I'm very surprised that no one lost a life. So, um... Uh... Not because of safety, it's because it's just like... They had y'all running around and too much and doing too many It was too many, like... <laughs> it, it was just way too much felt like... Mm-hmm. It was just way too much for six weeks. Right. Hello, hello! Welcome to Young, Gifted, and Abroad, perspectives on studying abroad from past and present students of color. My name is Danielle, and I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today because today I have my friend Dory as the guest. Now, if you remember from episode 19, a couple episodes back, um, I had my friend Marley on as the guest. Uh, Marley is Dory's sister, and so while I was at Marley's house to interview her while we were setting up, Dory was there, and she mentioned in passing that she had studied abroad in New Zealand. And I was like, wait, huh? Wait, what? Um, <laughs> do you have time? Can I <laughs> can I interview you too? And she was like, yeah, girl, sure. And so, uh, you know, normally I like to uh, plan things in advance, give my guests enough notice so that they can make space in their schedules and prepare whatever they need to prepare and whatnot. But she was very gracious and very accommodating and uh, willing to just sit down and chat with me on the fly and so i really appreciate that and so yeah uh, dory um studied abroad in new zealand as an undergraduate student and um she did have some really good moments um but she was not thrilled with her study abroad program which um, you'll hear the reasons why when you listen to the conversation but she did come away uh really loving um new zealand and um, having gained an, a new perspective on um, her ideas about travel and the like. So um, it wasn't all bad, <laughs> as you'll see. And um, just want to give a disclaimer. We do spend some time talking about indigenous populations um, and how they're treated, for example, in New Zealand compared to other places. And I uh, just want to give a little disclaimer that we probably don't get all of the terms right. Um, and I apologize in advance for any offense that um, we may have caused, uh, but we are open to um, to correction and um, being more informed about indigenous peoples because we are um, still learning. And also, we do spend some time uh, talking about racism as well. And uh, if that is not your cup of tea, I would like to advise you, first of all, to uh, sit down and really consider the world that you're living in. And second of all, (laughs) listen to the episode anyway, because it's a fun conversation and I hope you learned something from it. So without further ado, (laughs) sit back. Relax and enjoy my interview with my friend, Dory Sherrard. There, we are recording. So, 
Um, hi, Joy. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> agreeing to be a guest on this podcast. I know it was super random because I yeah, came here no. to interview your sister, but this is great, too. I love the impromptu anything. Yes. <laughs> anything impromptu. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I guess we can start with you introducing yourself, if you don't mind. Yes. Hello, people on the podcast. I'm <laughs> Dorian or Dory Sherrard. I graduated from Arizona State University many moons ago in 2016. Mm -hmm. I have a bachelor's of something in global (laughs) health and a bachelor's of something else in public policy and public service Mm -hmm. and a minor in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So random stuff across the board. What am I doing now? Event planning. (laughs) Everything's full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was that something you kind of fell into with event event planning, or was that something you had wanted to do but didn't get to until after you had finished college? Well, I was part of the programming and, and activities board for my university, mm-hmm. so that was like a, a job, and mm-hmm. then you realize that, hey, these glo- jobs in like the public sector and the health field, they pay no money, mm. hard to get into, you need a master's to do anything mm-hmm. of value of importance, and all these agencies, like these think tanks, they all want you to have all these high level degrees, and like coming from, you know, an undergrad, with not much experience in like research and clinical work, mm-hmm. and not really, really knowing what I wanted to do, I was thinking pre-med, and then I've just, I've, I didn't commit mm-hmm. soon enough, so since I didn't okay. commit, the CDC wouldn't take me, like, but, you know, they're highly competitive, WHO, all these organizations are so competitive, and I wasn't ready for that level of competition, mm-hmm. but events, I've already, I know, I know, I knew it, and it was easy to get in, make moves, and get a job, which I did. Okay, it's nice. Fun. And that's what you've been doing for, like, would you say three years? Yes, doing? I worked for the parade company, put on the America's Thanksgiving Parade, awesome. the Ford Fireworks, Turkey Trot. Mm-hmm. Check us out. We give tours. <laughs> I don't know if we can promote, but it's a good time. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Wonderful. And so while you were at Arizona State, you studied abroad in New Zealand. Yes. So uh, what was... Had you wanted to go to New Zealand, or was it... Okay, we're going to take it? you back. <laughs> so, with the degree of public health, one of the major things about the degree is that you have to take a study abroad to mm. graduate. That's, like, okay. one of the things. So, a lot of people, they have to drop out of global health because they can't afford the study abroad component, mm. which is just so unfortunate. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to not having to drop out to complete my program, but... There were three study abroad things that they kind of recommend for every study abroad person to do. There was Australia, there was New Zealand, Mm -hmm. and there was Guatemala, and another one, too, in London. Okay. And then I already have gone to London, so I'm just like, I don't really need to go back. Mm -hmm. And, like, London to me is not, I'm not getting that, like, immersion situation that I really um, like because I right. already speak English like it's basically America <laughs> but the cooler cousin so I didn't really want to like copy the experience but like have it it just I just was not feeling it mm-hmm. and then they're they focus more on like food stuff and I'm just like I I'm not not my focus and mm-hmm. like food scarcity and nutrition like that's not really my focus yeah and then the Australia one was similar to my program, but they kind of went more in depth in, like, food and something else, too, that was just, like, this is not what I'm interested Mm -hmm. in. And then the Guatemalan one was my first choice. Um, The process was long and extensive. You had to learn how to, like, you had to, like, know how to speak Spanish, so I thought I had an in, because, like, hey, I gained a Spanish minor. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 this is a cakewalk. It was longer... You're really like immersed in the program. You're living with people. Like you're you're like focusing more on like indigenous medicine and health and preventative work, which I really am more interested in. Mm-hmm. Is that side of health policy is working with you know like healthcare providers who come into these organizations, come to these countries, and they really don't know how to help. They're just like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a bunch of like nursing students. They're going to help you but not really tell you, not really communicate, like, needs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is more of just, like, we're going to go in, kind of, like, t- 
talk to the people for how to set up a nice program so when people do come in they have like a floor plan of like how to help efficiently not yeah. just like here's toothbrushes and band-aids like we're gonna like mm. godive or something like figure it out mm-hmm. that, so that was my first choice and they were like building schools like building waterways it was just something I felt it was more me mm-hmm. but I did not get into it mm-hmm. and then it was like so there's a spot open in New Zealand and I was just like fine fine I'll do it I'll do it <laughs> So that's how it was not that dramatic, but it, it kind of was. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'll do New Zealand. Um, and I'm like, I was like, not gonna like, I was super disappointed because I'm just like, New Zealand, they are more of like a westernized, more developed. So I wasn't getting that like immersion mm-hmm. thing that I wanted. Like, they speak English. Like, I yeah. was just like, it wasn't a completely like, it wasn't completely experience. new. And like, yeah. I, I like, doing things completely new like I just I just need to know like I just like to like figure out how they do things mm-hmm. I need to figure out like oh my god there's no water we have to build a channel for water like let's do it mm-hmm. let's get our hands dirty like I was a girl scout we were mm-hmm. a suburban girl scout like I was, I was a girl scout <laughs> me too so like girl scouts but like so too, yeah. it was a little a little disappointing but mm-hmm. then so I did New Zealand and I'm just like okay we're gonna be learning you know F no hydrology I'm saying that wrong that is to study how people view the cleanliness of water with themselves we were Mm -hmm. like doing research for that okay I'll get to that story later okay but um so like you were kind of just doing that doing research for that and Mm -hmm. talking to the native people Mm -hmm. of New Zealand which I had no idea they were native people Mm -hmm. in New Zealand indeed so it's so looking back it was a blessing in disguise because I grew up a lot it was different it was new so Mm -hmm. yes I did go to New Zealand nice. for my study abroad awesome. for six weeks. Six weeks. Was that in the summer? Yeah. So okay. since they're the southern hemisphere, it's their winter. Oh, that's right. Yes. So the way they sold it. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, since I was thrown into this, I wasn't like mentally prepared for like mm-hmm. um, everything. Like, granted, I was given enough time to like read and prepare, but... To me, it felt like a adventure camp, mm. which is just like we're do like I was like, yo, I am. This is this is an adventure camp because the things we were doing was just so like craziness. So it was to me, it was like we're gonna do research and learn, but also we're gonna have you kayaking in this channel. So it was very much adventure camp. Mm. So it was crazy. I loved it, mm-hmm. loved it, but it was crazy. Okay. Crazy in that it was, they were trying to have you, y'all do too much, or? I I personally thought it was way too much okay. in six weeks. Okay. Just like, so it was basically a tour bus lifestyle. Mm. Like, <laughs> it was like real world versus road rules. Okay. But we had to study. And like, do you remember that show on Discovery Kids where like they're doing like, Yes, I don't know oh, what it is. Endurance. Endurance. It was, it was like endurance, <laughs> but the amount of stuff they're doing, uh-huh. but no one got booted out. So like, <laughs> but we're all like drunk and we're all tired uh-huh. and it's wet and it's cold and it's rainy and we're all on this bus. So like, we spend one day here, go back on the bus and travel for six hours. Wow. Spend one day here, go back on the bus to travel for eight hours. Go one day here, go back and then oh here and do this like eighteen question. You know, homework assignment. And, ooh, while you're here, ask people for research. And, ooh, like, it's just... It was just way too much okay. in six weeks. Because yeah. New Zealand's two islands. There's a north and the south. So, yeah. it was just a lot. And I'm surprised no one died. <laughs> <laughs> to be, like, to be to be very... Oh, to my be, gosh. To be very honest. Like, I'm, like, I'm very surprised that no one lost a life. So, um... Not because of safety, it's because it's just like... They had y'all running around and too much and doing too many things. It was things. too many, like... <laughs> it, it was just way too much felt, like... Mm-hmm. It was just way too much for six weeks. Right. In a bus that small. So, so there like wasn't, like, world. any... See, so y'all were on the move that whole time. There wasn't, like, a... Because 
in a lot of cases, like there's like a like a home base, like there's a place or a certain city. Our home where base was like that a main bus. location. That home base was that nasty okay. bus. So y'all were traveling around the whole time. Like whole, like we spent like two days, two days one place, back on the bus. Yeah. Like three days one place, back on the bus. Like okay. one day here, back on the bus. Yeah. Home stay for two days, back on the bus. Everything was like this bus, and then toward the bus, it was just horrible. Like yeah. it was just it was just horrible. Maybe it was like. They were trying to get you to experience as much as possible during that time, no, like, but it yeah. ended up being overwhelming. I, like, so, like, I've, I've never been so, because I got sick in New Zealand. Like, oh, I, no. I got sick a couple times. Uh-huh. And, um, you're, ju- you're just so run down, mm-hmm. and you're seeing the same people, and then you're just tired and you're frustrated and then you're cold and then mm-hmm. you miss home and then it's just like you're feeling all these things but you're in this like beautiful place and you're just like oh my god I'm like I'm I'm in this gorgeous place mm-hmm. you know there's like a waterfall like I'm swimming with seals I'm swimming with dolphins there's another story too that <laughs> dolphins don't play <laughs> and like you you're just you're just on your highest levels of discomfort. Okay. But then yeah. you have moments of just like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. And then you're the highest levels of tired. Then like, oh, this is nice. You're mm-hmm. in the highest levels of exhaustion. Then mm. it, it was just, it was just a lot. And I see why they do it. If they made like, like seven weeks, mm-hmm. then I think that would have like, kind of like space things oh, out. Okay. But yeah, it was, it wasn't, it was intense. Yeah. It was very intense. Sounds like it. Yeah. And about how many students were in this group? Too many. <laughs> Too many. Uh, I'm gonna say there was about like 25 of us. Oh, yeah, that is a lot. It, uh, it was. They had to like buy like another bus. And y'all were all like global, like public health people. We're like, well, it was. I it was with my degree in public health. The okay. school is social change and human evolution. So okay. Kind of. So everyone was kind of from there, okay. or like. Most people were from mm-hmm. the, the my program or like mm-hmm. my school. There were a couple people who were like, "Yo, why did you sign up for this?" Mm-hmm. You know, like, there were a couple people, but most of us were kind of in the same boat of global health. Okay, that's gotcha. interesting. And were we the only like black person on the trip, or were there other people who other black or brown people involved as well? Okay, so the people of color. Yes. Um, I was the only African American okay. there. We were pretty diverse. Like I'm not like I'm okay. not gonna like the diversity was pretty, pretty there. Mm-hmm. But um, there was one, one girl. She was, um, she was Muslim, so she okay. had a hijab. Very uh-huh. nice. There was one girl who was Indian, mm-hmm. and there was like one guy. What was Michael? I guess it's okay if you don't remember. Like, was, like, I guess is how like I'm like so there were like five of us who okay. were not white. Okay. All right. Four, four of us, four of us who were not white. Okay. All right. And yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was different. Mm-hmm. Different than like being on campus. No, or... like I feel like. The black experience being on a campus and uh-huh. the black experience being to study abroad. Uh-huh. Like, I don't talk to, like, I should. Mm-hmm. Like, I should talk to, like, someone who is Indian and being like, how are our experiences different? Mm-hmm. But I don't because I personally don't care, to be very honest, because it's just, like, my black experience is kin to, like, there are similarities, but yeah. I just feel like, our lineage our like everything is so different Hmm. and I feel like we need this conversation to have empathy and understanding but Mm -hmm. it's just like a girl on my trip during our homestay Mm -hmm. she said she's never experienced racism before and she's Indian hmm okay and I'm just like I'm like and I literally said I'm like girl what the fuck I literally (laughs) said that (laughs) no like I like cause like I believe it I believe it like and that, like, I, I was so taken back because at my homestay, my homestay family, they were a little racist toward the native people. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah, it's very, it's very, like, it's just like, sh- like, it's a little shitty. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
so she said she's never and like being in like an East Indian Arizona, like she's from Arizona. Okay. And I said, like you're telling me in your life in Arizona, in Arizona of all places, of White Boy McGee <laughs> County, like Arizona. Yes. Like if you're not Hispanic, if you're not white, if you're not like they're like Arizona, it's very diverse. Like it's getting it's getting better, mm-hmm. but it's just like you were saying, you grew up here, you've never experienced like oh my god, blessed be like mm-hmm. like good for you because I know people. Because being, like, living in the area I live, it's very suburban, but it's also very diverse. Mm-hmm. And I, I've i seen so much prejudice and racism toward East Indian people mm-hmm. in, like, in my own backyard. So I'm saying, like, in, like in Arizona, like, I'm like, girl, like, <laughs> like, when they give an Indian accent to you, they're not, they're not being, they're not, they're not trying to converse, that, like, they're being, so I, mm-hmm. so I, so I said, oh, like, I, I said, I was really taken back. Mm-hmm. So... When she said she's never experienced that before, I was like, "Oh, so we, so so we are." <laughs> you were like, "We don't have anything we, to talk about." We, you are next. You're next to Becky right there because we like, <laughs> we like we have we have nothing like. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and like. So, in the sense of being like a person of color, yeah, I like I was not alone, but being a person of color who regular like not regularly but has racism around you mm-hmm. in America and I in America I'm not gonna sit here and yeah talk to you about this when you have no doesn't she doesn't understand yeah she'll not like you I don't mean, understand but that's uh, that's that's real though because I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people who don't really subscribe to the whole idea of like like POC solidarity yeah. is like sure we're all like not white and we all have to yeah. deal with certain crap because of that but at the same time there's some things that I w- will experience that you don't have to worry about yeah like there's still differences within the group of you know people of color so yeah um you know not to say that it's like not like solidarity isn't something you should strive for but there are like like limitations or challenges that you have to pay attention to and that's and that's really that's real that you were like oh okay like i can't there's nothing i can talk to this like there's there's not like i'm not gonna sit here like again like it's not my it's it's not my job right exactly it's it's, it's not my job Mm -hmm. and especially when we're in a homestay and like or with these people who are very nice yeah but it's i'm just like i'm not i'm not gonna walk you know that's I'm not, not gonna walk you through this not here right now yeah. not when I'm tired when I know like it just it always like surprises me when like other people of color uh-huh. are just so like ambiguous I'm just like mm-hmm. like I don't like I don't so it's all that was like the biggest mm-hmm. like takeaway like oh my like girl I thought I thought we were on the same page. I thought page. we were on the same. Like, I, I, girl, I thought. But right. that was, like, one of the biggest moments in my study, bro. I'm just like, yo, these, in, like, yeah, they don't ride with us. Yeah, like, there's certain, like. It's not the same for everybody. It's, it's not, like, it's it's not. I'm surprised, though, about your, your host family, though. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. That they, because you said they were, like, kind of racist toward the, like, natives. Yeah. But I, granted, there's only one person. There is this, like, New Zealand New Zealander? I don't know. Kiwi. The Kiwis. I love them. They're cute. Hi, Kiwis. There's a Kiwi YouTuber that I was watching. She lives in France now, but she was talking about, like, tips for when you go to New Zealand. Yeah. And she was like, you have to be (laughs) respectful to the environment. And she was saying how New Zealanders or Kiwis are respectful toward the, like, native peoples there. And I was like, oh, is that... Are they, like, different from everywhere else? Because, like... That? (laughs) Or is she just, like, being a little too optimistic? Like, I don't really know. So, I mean, is it... Is (sighs) there... Because, you know, we have, like, Native Americans here. They're, like, the Aborigines in Australia. And then I think it was the Maori or something? The Mali? Yes. The Mali in New Zealand. So, Um, but... Are they more respectful? Or is they just... Are they... Is it just kind of, like, anywhere else? I'm just... I'm wondering since you said your host family was like kind of racist. Wow. Okay. So uh-huh. in like if we're gonna talk about like tearing, like who's treated well, <laughs> better, <laughs> like if, if, if we're really gonna like rank it, um, I mean you don't have to go that far. No, I just like I think it like it like adds some perspective. Okay. Because sure. I feel like I feel like we treat Native Americans like complete shit in this country, and that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like they like. 
the what we have done to them alone is ridiculous. Uh-huh. In New Zealand, I feel like there is a lot more sense of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the na- like the the immigrants, mm-hmm. the white immigrants who came over from England. Mm-hmm. I feel like they I wouldn't say they get it, but they do have a sense of like, yo, we kind of messed up in the past. Like mm-hmm. they but like they don't they don't really associate with them. Like it's just like everyone's friendly. Okay. Everyone's kind, but you can tell like it's it's us and them. Not us versus them, it's us uh, and them. Okay. So, yeah. Um like everything, like everything has like a Mali name, you know, mm-hmm. like the your giant museum is the the Te Papa Museum, which is like you can see the indigenous culture influence mm-hmm. by like the name and how they treat things and like how they like view the world and stuff. You could like how they treat the environment. You can see where that comes from a very native mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah. The people Mm-hmm. Like the everyday, like Dick, Jane, and Larry up the street. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's the same way. Ah, uh, okay. I don't. They're they 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 were very kind. Like mm-hmm. the few racial things I had, it wasn't like malicious. It was just curiosity. Hmm. So, um, like like all white people, they're curious. Like they've mm-hmm. probably never seen an african-american or a black person before Hmm. i met one other black person she was from like london or something okay i'm just like how do you like it she's like i'm here i'm just like same (laughs) but um yeah i think you can tell like how like it's very it's interesting you know like there's no animosity but it's very like us and them yeah they have their way we have our way. And, like, the biggest populations in New Zealand are, like, like Indonesian people of Asian descent who have migrated over. So mm. it's just, like, they're also another factor mm. in New Zealand's population of why it's growing the way it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think, I think, like, it's, it's, it's very us and them. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not how they treat African Americans in this country. It's not how they treat but it's very, but yeah. So, so it's like not a utopia, but it's it's like it's like okay, like respect is kind of like institutionalized. They tolerate, yeah, they tolerate each it's like other. part of the system where yeah, okay, they they most definitely tolerate because you see no Mari person in any political power position. Uh, um, they do live in like the poverty. They do. Mm, okay, it's like it's they treated. They live like most minorities okay. who have been suppressed. Okay. So that's how they're treated. And I don't know if it's just institutionalized. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you look, look at their parliament, it's all white faces. Mm-hmm. Look at all these rural areas. The people represent is all rural areas. Yeah. So it's just like, it It has to be. And like all other right. issues with them as a society are like Native Americans, like alcohol abuse, drug abuse teen pregnancy, mm-hmm. diabetes. Like, it's very similar to main diseases that main minorities face. Mm-hmm. And it's because of lack of food, sex, like, accessibility, mm-hmm. like, poor education. Like, it's just, it's, it just kind of mirrors a lot of other things. Right. And those issues come, at least from here, from institutional racism. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's like, it's like... Gotcha. Yeah, so people are nice, but it's not, it's not all sweet. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not cupcakes and gumdrops. Right. It's, you know, it's... Okay. It's beets. Right. <laughs> okay. It's beets and baby carrots. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's it's good. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ooh, get it together. Okay. Um <laughs> So um Okay, so you were in New Zealand, and you you said you spent time amongst the indigenous people there. Yeah, like my a- I will preface this: my main issue with my study abroad trip it was so cookie cutter. Okay, it was just like do this, and I'm gonna have this like festival ritual thing. Mm. Now do this, 
yada 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 like I want to be in with the people I want to be mm-hmm. talking like I like I I needed that and it was just very just like we're gonna go to this museum we're gonna go here like I want to be in there mm. but yes we did spend time with native people who mm-hmm. gave us the cookie cutter like we are the Mari people we do xyz mm. we do this we do this yeah. and then um we really were like at bars and like talking to people and like staying out to like four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. drinking and stuff we were like we would like ask them like yo how is it really like mm-hmm. and they're just like girl yeah like, <laughs> but yeah um it's it's like because they'll like they'll tell you because like we also stayed in this like little cabin mm-hmm were this home this these this lovely couple and like their son this lovely family mm-hmm. couple and son is a family um they they um they cooked for us like we were just talking to them and like everything and like that was when we got like the real the real story about like like how is this like okay and then my home stays with a immigrant family from Germany mm-hmm. and that was what it was Okay. I mean, <laughs> that, that's what it was. Okay. All right. <laughs> like that was it. Like that was a, that was a different mm-hmm. situation living with people who was not a hostel, mm-hmm. not a hotel, a different New Zealand family. Yeah. Were y'all like putting pears and putting these? So I'm a vegetarian, so okay. I don't eat meat. So mm-hmm. it was always like a struggle, like finding not saying finding food for us, but it was just like. There was always a, like, restrictive diet table where it's just, like, everyone can sit wherever. Mm-hmm. But you have a diet restriction, you're at the end of the table, for mm-hmm. they know what to feed you. <laughs> I, like, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But they always had food. Mm-hmm. But so, for my home state, they, they put all the vegetarians... In the same home. In the same home. And okay. all, like, the gluten... Like, they just put, like, diet restrictions all going in this house. Okay. So, our... My, my home stay was... Um, the girl who was Indian, I think her name was I don't I, I don't know her name. I want to make up a name because that'll be that'll be Blanche Blanche sure. Blanche, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense because Blanche from the south and she had so <laughs> Blanche. There was Blanche. Um, um, another. Well, there were there were like five of us. Okay, but Blanche, the one who was Indian, who mm-hmm. had no idea about racism, mm-hmm. was was with me. Oh, yes. Okay. And that was, and that was interesting. So that's when, like, because before that, you, you kind of, like, it's very colonial. Like, mm-hmm. when you did, they either used to have the colonial influences. Mm-hmm. When you go in, like, the country, you see how, like, the Maori people live and, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was the first time, like, I heard, like, blatant racism mm-hmm. about the Maori people. That, Cause like like I've I've I'm gonna say like you like you kind of just like feel it you know like just being mm-hmm. like a black person like you like you know like shit was said here like mm-hmm. you know it right <laughs> but like I didn't like get that vibes in most places like, they were also like they were all just so nice and then like our homestay guy he was um he we were talking about like schooling and stuff because they had a daughter and they were talking about like their daughter. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he said, but, like, there were so many damn Mari kids you couldn't pay attention. You know, they were, they were like, wild as fuck. He didn't say that, but some something like that. He did not say that. <laughs> but, right, right. And then just, like, just, like, other things. I'm just like, oh, it's this type of household. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. And then I looked at I looked at Blanche, and her face just looked horrified. I'm just like, and then... Oh, is that when she was say, saying how she had never experienced yeah, racism? Yeah, and this led okay. to the... She had never okay. experienced racism. Yeah. And, I, and that's when I was like... Girl, bye. <laughs> like... Maybe she honestly had never noticed before. You know, like, again, like, again, like, it's... <laughs> but then that's like a like a luxury that we wouldn't again, have. Again, it's like a, yeah. a privilege of mm-hmm. a, a not, like... I came and say, like, white privilege because she's Indian. Uh-huh. So, I guess... Whitewash privilege. I don't know, uh-huh. but it's just I don't, I I don't know. So right. that homestay, like I got like good home cooking. Like it was like it was a nice break from everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's just I remember 
talking to our like faculty person mm-hmm. she was horrified mm. she was like she was she was like are you, did you feel uncomfortable like were you okay like mm-hmm. let me know like if anything yeah if like if, if it wasn't like let me know mm-hmm. and i'm just like no like it's something i've i've heard worse things in the light rail mm-hmm. like i've heard worse things in a board meeting like mm-hmm. the like like he like he was very tame mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, but I would say the most racist things I heard was in my own group because there were a couple uh, white boys uh-uh. on my study abroad who were blatantly racist, <laughs> and I'm gonna say your name too. <laughs> Let it be known. Like I get, like personally, I'm all about exposing racist people. It's 2018. Like it's it's time to get like messy. Oh my gosh. And okay. you might have to edit this out. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I would say the most racism or the worst things I've heard were not from the New Zealand, the Kiwis. It was from people in my own group. Okay. Who thought it was like kiki and cute to say these things. Yeah. I had to grab them up That's real not surprising. Fast. Yeah. It'd be like, you want to repeat that? Mm hmm. Do you want to, do you want to repeat that to my face right now? Mm hmm. Oh, of course you don't, because you're a coward. Okay. Yeah. Say it again. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> Did they? Absolutely not. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I didn't... Okay, so... What was your question? I feel like I've, I've no. tried to real things. No, 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 no. This was really, really informative. I didn't mean to get you started on, like, racism and everything. Oh, no. But I just... Because I'm not familiar with New Zealand. Yeah. I know there is an indigenous people. Yeah, the Maori people. indigenous people there, but... I didn't. I'm not really familiar with how that goes, so that was all very informative. So, like, I will say, the thing that I will say that was smart for them uh-huh. to do as a population, like as a people, mm-hmm. how they kind of get to like stay stay afloat financially, but like still have their storyline be mainstream mm. and not be completely whitewashed. Mm or discredited like Native Americans in some areas mm-hmm. they keep it relevant you yeah. know cause I guess it could be also the way New Zealand's parliament is too but it's just like there's so much sacred land and there's mm. and there's, there's there's just so much and I would say they capitalize more off the tourism like you you really can't go anywhere without going to like a luau or not a luau or whatever they call those like you mm-hmm. really like oh yeah you have to do it you have yeah. to do it and I would compare it to like the native Hawaiian population hmm. where like you can't leave Hawaii without going to a luau mm-hmm. you can't do XYZ with doing this like ritual thing yeah and they get money off of that and they profit off of that mm-hmm. and like tours like they're the only one who give these certain type of tours to all these like secret areas mm-hmm. so I feel like they have a lock on the market mm-hmm. in that case to yeah. where it's just like money will consistently stay in that population to okay. my to I believe compared to what's happening with the Native Americans right you know like like oh yeah they have casinos but do you but do you really think mm. that the Native Americans running these casinos are you know the real, like, Blackfoot or the real Iroquois or the real, like, Chicagoans. Mm. You know, like, they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to Oklahoma and they're all in poverty. Yeah. You know, you go to right. Arizona. Right, it's not like they're profiting off of these, you're like, not, casinos you're not profiting. Anything, and there's anyway. way too many, like, when people have that narrative, it's like, well, they have casinos. So like, they're fine. They got like, it. Like, they're on, they don't, they don't pay taxes. I'm just like... Mm-mm. But, yeah, right. so, I will say that's kind of, like, comparing, like, our native culture and population to theirs mm-hmm. maybe it's just my ignorance and my like lack of knowledge but I think they're financially a little bit more sick, yeah better off yeah. but like again like I was only there for six weeks and I bounced around to 20 different places so I don't sure. know but that was your observation yeah. from the time you were there okay and you said okay so this was like you said this was or studying abroad was required for yeah. your degree so at the end of this, were you? Did you have to write a paper, or do a project, or something? We had like write up things. Okay. That we had to like write up. Mm-hmm. So I guess like accumulate like a presentation about at the end. That was also like a f you f you f you f you f you to everyone. 
kind of sort That's what of. you did during your presentation? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. At, like, at, like, absolutely. <laughs> In, like, a very academic way. <laughs> no, like... No, you... So you told them off, but, like... Yeah, like... Using academic language. Like, like academic language, because we had to present our findings for our ethno-hydrology. Mm-hmm. We had to, like, present that. We had to present, like... How do we think it was? And like I just said, I think ASU robbed us of a real mm. cool experience because like they gave us this cookie cutter shit. Oh, okay. They gave us all this tourist shit, and I could have taken this trip on my own. Yeah. Done all this stuff. Like there, there, were, there was no you for like, I literally told them, my group, my faculty, the corner. I'm just like, you didn't give us a chance to immerse mm. granted that like it's very westernized mm-hmm. but like we can learn so much from these native people about their how they treat the environment and like how it wraps up in health and like how their health care system is i know it wasn't like the program but it's just like you put us on a tour like a nighttime mm. like tiki tour like it was cool but it's just like how much like how much like how much was this mm-hmm. we were probably surcharged because we're a student group like no like mm, like right. i like I, again it's probably like day 20 million of travel mm-hmm. hour 45 million of no sleep mm-hmm. i was sick and tired of every one of those people <laughs> i i i so mm-hmm. it, like it was very like i wouldn't say i told them off but i was very just like I was very unhappy with this. Yeah, and you voiced your criticism. Oh, absolutely! Like, like, like if back. if you know me, would yeah. you like? I'm very like I like I will tell you off the bat. Like, mm-hmm. I am unhappy. Yeah, this is this is garbage. Right. Like this, <laughs> like like it was like it was fun, but it's just like I feel like y'all took like the the easy way out. Mm. And then like when we went to New Zealand, it was right after a major earthquake. Mm. So like just seeing like we could have talked more about like how they're recovering. From like a natural disaster, yeah. Because Christchurch, where we started off our trip, like a year and a half ago, they had like a massive, a mm. ma- that killed like ninety, no, fifty something people. Yeah, a couple kids too. So like, oh, it's a shame. So like, just like, I feel like we didn't dive deep enough. But again, again, we were only there for six weeks. Yeah, we but I feel like way. if 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 maybe if it had been planned a certain way and if y'all did have time to, more to like explore yeah, it could have been more in depth even if you didn't have there were so of many of us and then it's yeah. just like you should have let more people into Guatemala <laughs> just saying but yeah yeah <laughs> like just saying like I'm over it right but just saying. Wait, wait. So, what you said this was in the summer. Would you remember what year this was? This was twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Okay. Okay. We graduated twenty. It was the year before I graduated. Okay. So twenty fifteen. Gotcha. Um, no, I was just wondering because you mentioned the earthquakes, and yeah. I, I don't unfortunately keep up with There's all of those so natural, many disasters, natural disasters. But the world is ending. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. yeah, like, it's hard to keep track of them. So that was your, you had to do a presentation at the end of your Yeah, day. and that okay. was, like, I remember I got up, I said, half of y'all, not half of y'all, some of you said horrible things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it to you right now, because I'm not going to call you out, mm-hmm. but you, y'all said horrible things. Yeah. And, like, I experienced more racism in this little circle than I did out with those native people who I've never met before, who've never seen a black person in their life. Uh-huh. So. And so, like, what was the response you got no. to your presentation? What? Who? They would never. Uh, we are so, like, but. Trifling. They wouldn't. Like, what? <laughs> and the people who said it, silence. Yeah. I'm just like, I said what I had to say. Yeah. If you keep your eyes open, like, you know, you know who racist people. You're probably racist yourself. Mm. But it's cool. It's fine. We're good. Okay. Man. So, I mean, okay, wait. So, Marley said something about you and a sheep. Like, you took a picture with a sheep Oh, or my something. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> New Zealand is very agricultural. Yes. Like, literally, like, I would love to move back. They're like, that's my goal is to, like, live there or go there and, like, mm-hmm. really experience it. Mm-hmm. But I love sheep and I love goats like I <laughs> love them so much and sheep outnumber people in New Zealand 
There's oh. more sheep than there are people. Interesting. It was living my dream. <laughs> Why sheep and goats specifically? I just, they're just so cute to me. Like a cute little pygmy goat yeah. and a cute little swat. Oh my god, they melt my heart every time. <laughs> but um, so our homestay family, uh-huh. they were between two farms, mm-hmm. and, they, and they had their own cow. And their own sheep and our own little lady. Their house was adorable. Like, mm-hmm. if I moved, I'd be like, can I copy your house? But, um, so, they had their own goat. And the goat just walked up to me and I said, may I take a picture with you? And he said nothing. <laughs> and, yeah, it was, it, like, yeah, do I have it on my, like, I'll send it to you. It'll be, like, okay. a picture for this episode. Or the one with me on the beach. That's okay. also a fave picture. But, um. So you were in heaven with all those sheep you know, like, around you and the like, and stuff. Wildlife, environment-wise, <laughs> yeah. like, I've never felt so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, just everything was fresh. Everything was yeah. just so happy. Like, you walk out and you see this, like, beautiful mountain. You're just like, oh, like, Mother Nate. Like, you're just taken away. Yeah. Every single, like, everything just took your breath away. You mm-hmm. look around, like... It was just so pretty, and then there was recycling everywhere. Like, like it was, it was like Portland on steroids. How mm. much they like okay. care about their environment and recycling. But yeah, like it was, it was truly like a dream in that sense. Yeah, of like there's beautiful stuff everywhere. There's beautiful things everywhere. Mm-hmm. Recycling everywhere, but the people are kind of yeah everywhere. Yeah, but yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's a balance. Had you had you been outside of the country before you went to New Zealand? Yes, um, I would like I'm. I'm really fortunate enough to be like our mom, especially was she she traveled a lot mm. and she really kind of pushed traveling in us at a young age, mm-hmm. you know. So I've been we we've, I've been to Europe, like London, France. Oh, that's right, you did mention London before, yeah. Like Spain, um. I was in Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, like so, like, I travel. Yeah. So, like, like the kind, I do overpack. That's one thing that I kind of, like, <laughs> like, I overpack mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. But, um, like, I traveled before, and I traveled, like, in groups before. I traveled, like, by myself before. Mm-hmm. So, like, traveling is never the issue. Yeah. It's, like, the other things that come with traveling mm-hmm. is... Makes like, it not fun. Like dealing with people. The people, like honestly, I was talking to another vegetarian, Mallory. Uh-huh. She's just she's in the Peace Corps now. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, she. We're, we're just like we both cannot do group travel. Group travel is not for us. Mm. Group travel will kill us. <laughs> So we just don't do group, like, no group travel. You know what? I'm kind of the same way. I try to be as good about, you know, getting along with people, but something about traveling in groups really kind of locks me up on the inside, and I just, mm, like, I think maybe two or three people is, like, no, the max like for me. like, anything. Like, me and my, one of my good friends on the trip, Michael, we were do, every time we, like, we would go out, uh-huh. we'd be, like, let's not kid ourselves uh-huh. let's not you know we're gonna go break up and do our own thing mm-hmm. because drinks with more than three people who you don't really know like yeah. it is so much and then it's just like you can pace yourself with two people mm-hmm. three people you can keep up yeah a group of people when one person orders wine when one person yeah. orders like a giant it's pint too much. and then it's just like I don't, large groups stress me out mm-hmm. and like I'm I'm not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm drinking, I'm not for everyone. <laughs> Other people are drinking, they're not for me. Right. And especially, like, it's just, when we, so no group travel. Okay. Never. That's fair. No, no group travel. You figured that out. It's good that you figured that out at this point so you can, like, uh, make sure your your travel experiences are as conducive to yeah, enjoying I, yourself as possible. Like, I and took if a you cruise know, yeah. this summer, and, like, this was probably my last only cruise because this was a struggle (laughs) but yeah it was it's it's interesting yeah yeah sure and okay so you said as you mentioned a couple times this was required but some people i guess i'm just confused like how do they require this for a degree program but then not help 
make it so that students can afford to go There's if it's this required. There's lovely thing called financial aid and scholarships that they'll, like, push on people. Like, mm. like they, there are, if you can't fi- afford it financially, yeah. they'll be like, oh my god, take these classes and then it'll be fine like i like there's always like circumstances like like if you can't do it it's like they'll work something out Mm -hmm. but like if you can do it and if you have not spoke to someone about your financial stress or or whatever reason why you can't do it you have to let someone know by like your senior year because you Mm -hmm. can't just like be ready to graduate be like psych you did not pay the 40 grand no the four grand Mm -hmm. for your for your study abroad trip mm-hmm. you in or not like like you have to kind of like tell them okay so you okay i'm okay so you have to kind of be proactive and like plan in advance and let people yeah. know if you need help because yeah. i was when you f- said that at first i was like so do people just have to like change their major if they can't do. just can't do it some people like it's a really easy like easy in the sense just like they don't really dem- the demand out of you is nothing that's just like if you're not passionate about it like if you don't like like it like you Mm kind of get out from like the jump okay so it's just like there are people who i don't think everyone i talked to the study abroad never deterred them okay you know it wasn't like i have to have to go abroad like i don't don't want to be involved in this Mm -hmm. it like it didn't kind of like motivated people to stay in it Mm -hmm. but um yeah i don't think it was like, like a deter okay in it okay do you remember if there's anything specific that helped you in paying for it? Any specific scholarships or ways of fundraising? Um, yeah, no, my you? parents, blessed mm-hmm. be, they are very, <laughs> they they really stepped up financially for my whole college experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, like, make sure, like, I really didn't have to, like, worry, struggle, or stress yeah. about finances. So I, I am beyond fortunate for yeah. them in the sense of, That's good. you know, I didn't have to worry about, like, money or finances yeah. at all about affording my study abroad yeah but just the plane ticket if you're gonna go to new zealand the plane ticket is the most expensive part okay flat out yeah and how did you how did you go from arizona to new zealand where did you have oh, to stop so since it was it was during the summer so i like mm-hmm. i had to i didn't have to come i'm looking back i shouldn't have, i should have just took myself back to arizona but um <laughs> um so there's no direct flight from Arizona to right. New Zealand. Like you have you have to stop in mm-hmm. LA or Seattle or like one of the Californians mm, on the West Coast somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um I had to fly domestic where the weight limit is only 50 mm. to LA. From LA to New Zealand mm-hmm. and the only major hub that flies out of the US to New Zealand is in Wellington. Mm. So we had to like fly from New Zealand, like from from LA to Wellington, mm-hmm. get on a smaller airplane from Wellington to Christchurch, then bus our way back up. And wow! So it's a, a lot, a lot of plane. Yeah, a lot of plane. And coming back, I had I was overweight. My bag was so overweight. <laughs> so I had to like buy a suitcase and then like just having everything yeah. going from like souvenirs or stuff that you over well no I cause... over like cause like it was winter time ah uh, okay. okay so it's just like I had to have like all winter stuff it was raining it was cold mm-hmm. you have to bring like it wasn't it wasn't like a, you had to bring like a swimsuit you had to bring a towel you had to bring a sleeping bag uh, you had to okay. bring a raincoat you had to bring rain boots you had to bring a backpack oh yeah it's a lot of heavy stuff yeah like it's it's all heavy stuff mm-hmm. and then you had to bring pants then you know you should need bring bring this bring that mm-hmm. and I said how these people with these like mini baby thing I'm just like do you not wash your clothes like, <laughs> like I would like anyone who has like a small suitcase I'm like tell me teach me your wits like I don't, yeah because <laughs> I had like I ended up giving a lot of like stuff donating last stuff but I'm just like mm-hmm. like wet socks are a, ew mm-hmm. wet socks are a no but like there will be days where like it would just rain for like three days straight mm. or we would go and have to plant trees up this mountain so you're cold and rainy yeah we swam with dolphins you had a swimsuit on you had a towel but it was also like 40 degrees outside so you have to like mm. so it was just it's all it was just the heaviest, worst type of clothes mm. in a suitcase, right. not a bus, not 
That smelled. See, I did get another suitcase for when you flew back. Yeah, because okay. it's like, I know for a fact, like, this is not going to work out. And was it back from Wellington, L.A. to... No, I think because we, we started in Christchurch, which is in the South mm-hmm. Island. Then we went all the way up to Auckland, which is like the okay. major city. And we yeah. went from Auckland to L.A. L.A. and then L.A. to Arizona. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. So, I know you... <laughs> You kind of had a time and a half. You didn't really, like, gel with the people you were with. And there was, like, racism and just, like, foolishness and all that stuff. But you still liked New Zealand itself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I guess thinking about your experience there overall, uh, do you have any uh, advice or, like, major takeaways that you'd like to share with anyone who's looking to study abroad or just to travel more? Just do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... Be mindful. Mm-hmm. Be present. Like, the pictures you take, 99%, you will not look at them ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will not. So don't waste your time. Click, 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 because you're not, you're going to look at it once. You're going to show the people back home once. You're going to put it on your Facebook. And then, like, highly doubt only your aunt <laughs> and, like, your old school soccer mom's going <laughs> to like it and comment. Uh-huh. Talk to locals. Mm-hmm. Talk to the locals and hear their story, hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Because I've never met a mean local. Just be friendly. They already know you're American. They can smell it on your breath. <laughs> like. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm sorry. I was not no, prepared no. for that. You're like, like, they know, like they know you're American, especially yeah. like like if you're black, uh-huh. you can be Canadian mm-hmm. or American or from the UK. Like there's very few places you can say you're from when you're black. That's yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just like keep that in mind and then let them be curious. Yeah, but keep it respectful. Right, because you're already they're already gonna you're already gonna be clocked as foreign. Yeah, you're you're, you're but, already clocked. Like mm-hmm. you've been like you're you. You're clocked. Just accept it. And then we, when you talk about America, talk about America like your crackhead cousin. Like literally, huh? Wait. Just talk about her. Like, like just talk oh, about America. as if she were your crackhead. Cousin. Yeah, just okay. be like, be like, girl, I know it's bad. It's <laughs> shitty outside. Trump is crazy. Like, because a lot of them will say like, oh yeah, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go, and like they'll tell you about America like you don't live there. Uh-huh. But I don't think they realize how different an America is uh-huh. when you talk to foreign people mm. or people who are like the people in their country. So my advice is entertain their curiosity, but like let them know like you must be respectful. Yeah, because a guy like touch my hair and I just like. And no. that's gonna be a solid hell fucking no. <laughs> right, right. You know, like I, I'm, 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 like I like my back was turned, so I fucking <laughs> touched my hair, and I like whipped around, and I said, "You could have just asked, mm-hmm. and now you have to buy me a drink because you offended me." Mm-hmm. Right. And he did. Good. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I. Just let them know, and like all, like always, be kind. Mm-hmm. Even though it's so stereotypical, just always be kind. Yeah, and that's and that's my takeaway: just being friendly and being nice, and be observant, and put your camera down. Yeah, just put take pictures, but put your camera down. Mm-hmm. Just live in it, experience it, because you're not gonna go back to that mm-hmm. in you know twenty years, in yeah. five years. In yeah. five minutes, you gotta get back and show people. Then, like, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So just, just do that and stop looking for Wi-Fi. <laughs> stop, stop, stop looking for Wi. Like every place has it now. Uh-huh. So like, is it? But it's just like stop looking for Wi-Fi to tell people back home how much fun you're having when you're not really having. Right. Friends. You have to tell people you're having right. fun. You know, because there were so many times where it's like, is there Wi-Fi? Is there Wi-Fi? Is there Wi-Fi for I can post about this? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, (laughs) why, like, you're spending more time Mm -hmm. on your phone than, you know, experiencing this country that people can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. Like, 
just seeing the beauty of this mountain and like just seeing how the people protect and care for their land mm-hmm. and you're over here on your phone tweeting to homeboy about how much you miss I'm like <laughs> like like live in this beauty because right. you know it will not last forever yeah and that's my takeaway that's true go to New Zealand yes. be a kiwi eat yeah. kiwis it's fun <laughs> That was all very, very good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Oh, um, thank you. I know you said you would like to go to New Zealand again, but yeah. is there anywhere else that you'd like to go, or do you have any upcoming travel plans in the near future? Um, up tra- upcoming, no. Okay. I, I need to. I need to plan something, cause I like. I like. I need to. I need to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to go to Thailand. Ooh. Okay. I would like to go to Thailand. There's this fight camp in Thailand that you get to like train MMA in the jungle, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, that sounds like me. Um, you do martial arts? I know I kickbox. Oh, okay. I really like. That's my goal is to like be physically fit and mentally mm-hmm. fit enough to to do more group travel. I see. And go train. <laughs> yeah. In the jungle, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So like that's my next goal. Like anywhere, like South America. Mm-hmm. Like really immerse myself in some place that's not here even mm-hmm. like honestly even god like america there's places in america that, yeah. like that i would love to like really like see how things really are mm-hmm. i would say like africa too you know i really want to go to africa like every person does want to go to africa mm-hmm. but it's just like really i heard people who do go who are black and go to africa says so it's, it's 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 different mm. i want to see how different it is okay but yeah, I kind of want to go anywhere. Gotcha. Anywhere and everywhere. Except for any place cold. I don't do cold weather. <laughs> no place cold. No place cold. <laughs> Says the girl who lives in Michigan. <laughs> it was not by choice. It was by necessity. <laughs> when, when the paycheck calls, you right. have to answer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, and I guess, you know, since you're so used to it, I would I would probably, if I could escape the cold, I probably could. I escaped the cold I when can, I came back. I can withstand it. But is that why you went to school in Arizona? Oh, because it was <laughs> like, like no pants. Yes, <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well. Um, oh, last but not least, yes. is there any way online that you would like people to connect with you or keep up with what you're doing? Yes. Um, you can follow my very boring social media at Dorian. Dory Sherrard. Mm-hmm. Dory as in the fish by Nemo. Sherrard. S-H-E-R-R-O-D. Mm-hmm. Is like that on all my platforms. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, kind of everywhere. Um, for the parade company, you can look for me. Mm-hmm. Parade morning, I'll be down Woodward. Look for me with the big heads. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, if you have any, if anyone has any questions about New Zealand, you can always, like, DM me and I'll happily answer anything. Mm. Like, exchange rates, like, ex- exchange your money at the airport or not. The mm-hmm. answer is no. <laughs> it's always no. Always no at the airport. Yeah. And, like, what's so you do it beforehand or you do it elsewhere? You don't, like... They always get you with the airport. Okay. Ones, and you never get that, like, that, like, secure, like, just in case you have money left over, return here and you get the same rate. Mm-hmm. No, there's always, you go to, like, little gas stations, just go, like, go, like, a mile outside of the airport. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Because they, because they, they get you. They yeah. get you with convenience and they, and they, they just get you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, <laughs> follow me on, ask me questions, um... Any place, and then I'm just I'm just happy to get to talk about New Zealand. It was a crazy six weeks of my life. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, the most beautiful six weeks of my life. Wonderful, but crazy. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. I know this was really impromptu and random, but this is really great. Yeah, and I hope I answered all your questions. I yeah, like I didn't like ramble on. No, no, it was wonderful. Oh yeah. I kind of I just like I like to give people freedom to steer the conversation wherever it is that they want to go. So. Um, I had no. fun. That's fun. I'm glad. Yay. I'm glad I did too. <laughs> I'm sorry if I kept laughing. It's not oh, that no. I don't take oh, what no. you say seriously. Oh, no. It's just no, really no. funny. I'm very descriptive. When you say certain things. <laughs> but no, this is great. So um, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. I know you have to go. And um, yeah. I'm to rush this. This is beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to stop recording right All right, y'all. There it is. Thanks to Dory for being such a wonderful guest, and I hope you like how this all turned out. 
for the rest of you listening, don't forget to follow this podcast at Young Gifted and Abroad on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out guest profiles and resource lists on younggiftedandabroad.com. Also, if you like what you've been hearing so far, then please continue listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, Acast, or Stitcher. And as always, if you have questions or comments to share, or if you yourself would like to be a guest on the show, then feel free to email me at younggiftedandabroad at gmail.com. So for next week, I have a high school friend of mine who is going to be on the show, and she studied abroad in South Korea. And it's kind of happenstance how um, she ended up going there, Uh, but it it worked out, um, worked out very well. And now she actually lives in South Korea. Um, So we talk mostly about her study abroad experience, but also uh, what it's like for her now living and working in South Korea. So you'll hear all about that next week. But until then, thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time. Of a street, can't you hear a pitter pat?